It doesn't matter how clear your proposal was, how beautifully designed your scope of work, how precise your list of deliverables, or how well-defined potential results. You're going to get clients who seem to have bought something totally different than what you sold. And it's something you're going to have to deal with. Whether they didn't communicate what they needed well, made assumptions about what you do, or ask for things that you don't have expertise in yet, it comes up with surprising regularity. You'll be tempted to just give them what they want. If there's a tiny bit of scope creep, or maybe you're not perfectly up to date on that skill just yet, you can fake it until you make it, right? Wrong, wrong, wrong. Do not do it. Do not do it. When you do, there are two things that can end up happening, and they both suck. I'll tell you what they are after the intro. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast, everyone. All right. There are two things that can happen when you work outside of scope, whether it's because you knowingly took on too much or because you felt obligated once you started working with someone with more expectations than you expected. Number one, you'll over-service your clients, costing you your profit margin. And or number two, you'll under-deliver because you oversold. Let's take a quick look at each of these and how they end up happening. First, Overservicing. This is probably the more common of the two because it comes from a really, really good place. You want to deliver the best possible customer experience and you want to add so much value that your clients never even dream of working with another firm. But it can be really, really costly. So costly that you end up not only losing time and money, but you also start to resent your clients and can feel taken advantage of. You end up working for free and you don't have the capacity to bring on new clients who will pay for that time because you're too busy giving it away for free. I wish there was only one story I could point to when we talk about over-servicing, but if they had a rehab for over-servicers, I'd be there more than once. I'm a people pleaser, and because of that, the culture I've built is full of people pleasers. So we all over-service. It's not good. I'm not sure we've ever really gotten ourselves out of it, though we are significantly better at telling clients that something is outside of scope and we just need project budget to properly execute what they need. I can say that because I literally just reviewed a statement of work before I started recording this podcast for a grand opening for a client, which is outside of our retainer work. So yes, yes, we are getting better at it. Woohoo! <laughs> Over-servicing is easy to get yourself into, but hard to get yourself out of. To avoid having to deal with it at all, make a practice of creating very clear scopes of work, very clear budgets, and very confident boundary setting when a client asks for more than was initially discussed or that goes outside of your mandate. You never have to be rude. Just treat your scope of work and budget as if they are set into stone unless a new agreement or amendment is mutually agreed upon and more importantly, funded. If your client isn't in the habit of hearing that from you, it can be a bit jarring for them at first, but in the long run, you're helping everyone by having clear boundaries and limits and by enforcing them. You'll be happier doing the work and most clients have no problem with you making a respectable profit. When you run an agency, it's also important to make sure all of your account managers are comfortable setting and enforcing these kinds of boundaries as well. Many people have been trained through past work to over-deliver and modeling the kind of behavior you want, as well as making it your standard operating procedure will help them break them of the habit. 
So when I say I'm a people pleaser and the culture is full of people pleasers, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> lead by example. Lead by example. All right. So that was over-servicing. Now let's talk about the other situation we can unwittingly get into ourselves into. Overselling. This one is painful because it comes from a place of confidence and hope, but can really bite us in the butt. You know you've been there. We all have. You're talking to a prospect or a client. They're excited. You're excited. And then they ask for something that you really don't do that much or that often or that well, or in my case at all. But you want this account or this extended project work. You don't want to tell them no. It would be a major feather in your cap, bring you into a new service area or financially make your quarter. Here's how it can play out. A few years ago, a client who's been with us for, gosh, I'd say about 10 years now, asked for a new website. But he said he only had $5,000 for the project and asked if we could do it. Today, I would tell him that A, we don't have that capability in-house, and B, we're not web designers. So he was going to have to hire a web firm and pay more than $5,000 for what he wanted. But I was in that stage of my career where I was learning how to build WordPress sites, so I told him I'd do it for him. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. I actually just looked to see how much it cost me to do that for him. I almost hate to say this out loud. It was $65,000. He paid $5,000. It cost me, the agency, $60,000 in time. And guess what happened next? They ended up hiring a real web design firm a year later and paying them $100,000 for a new website. <laughs> Overselling what you can do can look like a way to grow. But unless you're doing it very carefully and very strategically and not, you know, a PR firm trying to do websites, it's really just a way to get in over your head, disappoint your client, damage your reputation and lose a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Instead of saying yes to anything and everything, make sure anyone who talks to prospects or clients are clear on what you know you can knock out of the park, what you can do in small doses as you improve and hire more talent, and what you really shouldn't focus on for the time being, you know, building websites. No one has ever looked bad for saying that just isn't our area of expertise, but I'd be happy to make a referral to a great agency that specializes in it. Making referrals to other firms makes you look confident in what you do provide and you get to build relationships with people you're happy to recommend and send leads as appropriate. Karma, it's a very good thing. When you do want to expand into more service areas, make sure you're ready and that you have the team and the talent in place to take your best shot at it. Starting with a small project or an internal one can be a really good way to get your feet wet and one that won't put your reputation and relationships at risk. These are both issues that you're going to run into eventually if you haven't already. So take some time and sit down with yourself and or your team to make sure everyone is on the same page about what you do and what you don't and why. You might also need to have some challenging conversations with clients and it won't be fun, but it will be excellent for you in the long run. That's all for this week. Have you ever been the one who oversold or overdelivered? What's your story? Or have you ever had a client ask you to oversell or overdeliver without them realizing it? If so, what did you do about it? Let me know in the single best community of communications professionals on the web. Join us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community and connect with experts, service providers, and pros from around the world, as well as the entire SpinSucks team. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll be back next week with a discussion of one of the things that makes me seethe with rage every time it happens. And it happens way too often. I'll see you then. 
If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 